You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is John Cena Sr., and you're listening to Twat Magic on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Bitch, pound it and drown the kiss. With the wrist lit, listen to the sound of piss. The piss listener. I'm quick to stick fists enough. I build bricks and sticks to kill Nicola. Still ripping your knickers, the real blister. We're giving your meal tickets to visit the still dicking ya. And I'm a dickhead certified. Dirty dice turning life into pimp sex world at night. Your pussy looking like a bacon and cheese wrap. I'm making a bean clap, naked to please that. Terminator penetrator till your knees snap. Feed that a meat stack of beef, kill the bean back. Is that too much? Return of the twat, 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 return of I am the fucking same. Let me tell you. Uh, I I think I am at um, the end of my my vehicle drama, but we'll see. Um, so they they claim that they now know the issue, and they were, they've been working on it today. Did I and, hear it was your O ring? Yeah. So apparently there was there's an O ring that goes from the the, uh, the torque converter um, to like a, a part of the transmission, and that's gone. Don't know where it went, but most likely got sucked into the torque converter and probably just like annihilated everything inside of there. So they've been working on that. Um, which uh, that alone will cost me two thousand dollars to fix. So that has nothing to do with the original problem. Uh, no, it's the cause of the original problem. So they kept oh. they kept treating the symptom and not uh, the actual problem. So, gotcha. uh, and then uh, about an hour and a half before we went on air here, um, I say on air but before we start recording, they called me and they're like, "Hey, by the way, you also got a tie rod that's fucked up. So since we've got it up on the left, do you want us to just go ahead and take care of that for another 150?" I was like, "Well, you've already bankrupted me, so sure, let's go ahead and do that too." So yeah, so uh, should I, sh- I start a GoFundMe page? You know, it might help. Um, so I should be getting my vehicle back tomorrow. I have had a uh, a loaner van since Monday. Uh, it's it's not bad, except for the fact that the seat directly behind me, where I put my nine-year-old in, uh, doesn't stay where it's supposed to. You know, it's one that, that you can lift up the little thing and move it back. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't lock in at all. So, so while we're, it, like, while we're driving, she just like, yeah, she'll just oh, stop fly it. forward and fly back. Yeah, so a little pissed at that. Um, 
she of course is just like it's like a roller coaster i'm like this this isn't this isn't cool we oh my we, God. we should not so be like, happy with this slam on your brake she's like flies to the front she flies forward yeah oh my gosh yeah i mean like she'll stop before she hits anything but you know, if I had to slam on the brakes abruptly enough, it would fucking whip her ass forward. Now, I'm just taking her, like, two blocks from the school to my home, so it's not, you know, like a really long drive or anything like that, but not the not the happiest with uh, having that vehicle, especially oh when I God. told him, when I flat out told him, like, I'm going to be putting car seats in, in whatever vehicle you hand me. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So that was fun. And uh, I will be happy once I get my vehicle back, as long as the problem is gone. Uh, if that problem ca- uh, returns, uh, fully expect me to drive off the nearest bridge that I find. Rather I'm rather I survive or not, inconsequential, because that vehicle will be dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, not the not the most fun that uh, that I've been having lately. And uh, and I'm not sure if I spoke about it on the podcast or not, but we're also having issues with our furnace um, because apparently the past oh five months since we put it in, it wasn't set up correctly. So it's been uh, every time it try it gets like to a point where it needs to switch to the second stage. Once it switches to that second stage, it actually draws about like three or four times the amount of electricity that it needs in order to do it. So, of course, our electricity bill has been fucking through the roof. Oh, no. So we've been talking with them about, like, you need to get this fucking shit taken care of now. And, like, they, they a guy came out and he he's like, I kind of got it fixed a little bit, but he's like, there's something wrong with the unit itself, so it should probably be warrantied out. And it's like, okay... How soon can that happen? Because every day you guys don't do this, you're costing us more money. Uh-huh. So tomorrow we've got people come out to look at it again to then decide what they're going to do with it. Not come out and fix it, mind you. Just come to look. Just come to look. So it's like, okay, well, instead of the technician, now we, uh, it's like probably the owner of the company or something like that is now coming out so that he can turn around and be like, okay, yes, now we will do this kind of thing. By the time it's done, warranty will be over, right? <laughs> no shit, huh? <laughs> or at least it'll be fucking summer, and we won't have that. Have, you know, then we won't be running any fucking air or anything like that, or heat is what it is. But yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's been a blast. It sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. So did you uh, did you watch the Royal Rumble? I did. You did. Okay. And and what were your thoughts? on the women's match. Um well I'm really fucking glad Ronda Rousey took care of business and punched those twats in the face. That's right. <sighs> Shit. Yeah. They were in the ring way too long. Yeah, you kinda knew they were going to be. I know. But I guess we'll we'll talk about it a bit because they go on quite a while uh, in the first episode about the rumble, but we of course have uh, two podcast episodes to cover, and I can I can tell you I have very little on the second one. 
So <laughs> we'll spend a little bit more time on last week's episode than we do this week's episode, but that's just a matter of who the guest is. Right. So are you ready sure. to discuss the podcast? Sure. <laughs> Here we go! All right, so it was awkward, fun, and crazy with Angela Johnson. Angela. I know it's Angela. Her name is spelled stupidly. (laughs) Yes, it was spelled differently and stupidly. Yes, Mm A-N-J-E-L-A-H. Angela. Yep. The episode starts with an ad for I Want You Back, which I did want to watch uh, until the Bellas told me that I should watch it. Um, no, the episode started with a progressive insurance commercial. Here's the funny thing. The second ad I had was for State Farm. <laughs> and Mine it, was for I Want You Back. Okay, so you had, your, you had flip-flop and a different company, but we both had... I want you back, and we both had at least an insurance company, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is weird. That's some some strange double dipping there. Uh, also, the since you didn't hear it, the State Farm commercial really badly recorded. The audio well, was not as good. Was, on this. As was the progressive one. Oh, I'm sure. In the rom com commercial. Yeah. I mean, I like a lot of the people that are in that movie, but I fucking hate romantic comedies. Mostly because... Because uh, you like sci-fi, that's why. No, 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 no. In horror movies. No, it's because every rom-com follows the same routine. Two people meet, everything's going good, then they have a fight, then they make up, and the movie ends happily ever after. And so every single one of them goes. It's not as bad as a Hallmark movie. Oh, no, no, I, I'm I'm not denying that. Hallmark <laughs> movies are are essentially the same script and they just fucking uh, find and replace words in it. But yeah. no, that's that's my problem, is it's just really fucking predictable. And it's it's the same thing all the time. It's we have to introduce them, we have to then make them where they fall in love, and then they have to have a fight because we have to have some kind of conflict and then they get back together and everything's fine. And that's not how life is, one. And two, it's just boring. But I once you notice that as like the the foundation of all of those movies, you won't ever want to watch another one again. You'll just be like, okay, well, here we go. Here's the fight now coming up, and now now in a little bit we're gonna get back together and we'll be done with the movie. So I'll put my penis back in my pants then, so I can leave the, the theater. You know you're gonna watch it. Probably not. I have too much shit to watch. Um, I don't I don't even get to watch the shows that I want to watch as it is. I still have a few episodes of Brand New Cherry Flavor that I'm trying to trying to watch, uh, which is the the show that I'm watching just per my entertainment and not for like doing any podcast or anything for that on. Uh, and it's mainly because the show's so fucking batshit insane that it would, it would be far more difficult to cover that than it is an actual South Korean show in a different language. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but it's it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't have the time for a lot of things, so the cunts up and up some ultra brute because they are celebrating losing the rumble. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're uh, off the wagon. That's right. 
Apparently, Bertie begged Bree to actually be a mother and bring her with her to St. Louis. Yep. There goes and, her plans for yep. tearing it up. She was she was planning to get super drunk, pass out a couple handies, and then, you know, probably pass out herself. But instead, she had to uh, bring a babysitter with her. So. Yep. She had to do birdie mode instead yeah. of free mode. So, instead of going to, was it McKay's, McKay's, whoever the fuck the dude is that makes all of their gear, uh, to actually like get a a shirt made for her kid, she just got iron-on patches and apparently made it look like garbage. You literally have access to a dude who sews wrestling attire, and I'm sure he'd be more than happy to make a little fucking birdie mode shirt for your kid. But instead she's like, no, fuck it, I'm just going to fuck this up myself. She got some iron-on letters from Amazon and ironed Mm -hmm. them on herself. I would almost uh, say that this episode was brought to you by Amazon, by the number of things that they purchased from there. And overnighted. Yes. Uh, Speaking of, Nikki couldn't fit her fat pussy into her shorts, so she had to overnight herself a pair of $10 shorts. That's pretty much what I have down. She <laughs> <laughs> couldn't believe her body changed. Oh my Not gosh. Having a baby. Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, shocker, your tits are still approximately the same size, but your ass is bigger. Oh, who would have thought that was going to happen? Bree didn't hesitate to be like, I fucking told you so. <laughs> Here's, the crazy thing about this is, like, they have known for at least a month that they were going to be in this match. Oh, for sure. And not once during that time did they go, we should probably try on our ring gear. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Let's try this shit on. See if Mm -hmm. it fits. Idiots. Uh, So they got spray tanned up and stuffed their dumpy bodies into their gear. And Nikki says that she felt like she was just dressing up like Nikki Bella instead of actually being Nikki Bella. So she needed a bunch of the other women to tell her, you look great and you're awesome. You're the best shape of your life. Yeah, you're not, but we're going to lie to you. Especially if you look at her Instagram photos, she's definitely not. (laughs) We won't get into that at all. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't... I didn't notice anything with uh, with her shorts of them not being like her normal ring attire because I it, didn't either. They're black fucking shorts. Yeah. So yeah, it's it didn't yeah I didn't notice anything, but apparently they were not not her normal shorts. So. Um, Bree, of course, wanted fire on her outfit because she's on fire. Is that what that was? That's what she said. That was her reason for wanting fire on her outfit because this girl is on fire. I had to go look at it. I'm like, she had fire on her? I didn't notice it either, to be honest. I went back and looked and it was like black, but I'm like, that's fire? Really? It, it didn't look like fire to me. Yeah. Okay. But apparently sure. it was. Um, yeah, I tell you. 
So, speaking of being on fire, I wish that she was on fire so I could watch her burn to death. But I'm not that lucky. I'm just trying to quickly find her fucking promo picture now to to see what she's talking about with this fire. fire. Yeah. You can see it um, on her Instagram page, which she... I think it's at her at either at her entrance or when she's standing in the ring. I'm not going back to it. <laughs> I had to go back and see what the hell she was talking about. I don't think that she's in the pictures for the on WWE's website. Nope, she's not. And then they were talking about Oh, everybody was tweeting how you look so good, and I even mentioned it, and I'm like, oh, wait, I can't see that, because they have me blocked. Oh, yeah, right. Whoops. Like, well, I can't go back and look at that. Nice. Um, and I hope them exist, and, and that kind of should tell you something. Like, but they were in the best shape of their lives. Yeah, they weren't, but that's okay. They looked amazing. Yeah, okay, so here's... Here's Nikki's black shorts. Yeah, you can't tell that they're not wrestling shorts. Or not her normal ring gear. Uh, oh, she's got little flames on her kick pads. That's about it. Brie does. But that looks stupid. Anyway. Um, if she was on fire, though, I'd roast a fucking marshmallow over her dying ass. Uh, Brie bitches about the fans being awful to her during her evolution run. Uh, might I remember they were awful to you because you kicked Liv Morgan in the face and knocked her the fuck out. Yeah. So you deserved all that hate you got. And I made a note here. I said, I will say that 96% of the times that the Bellatois say, you know, I'm just not going to let the haters bother me. It actually occurs directly following them, letting the haters get to them. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's almost always, the fans are so mean to me, but I'm just not going to let the haters bother me. You just did, idiots. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's yeah. when they were talking really mean about me. They were talking mean things. So mean. Hurtful say, things. They were saying hurtful things like, you can cuss that poor 25-year-old old up-and-comer, and now she's going to be out for two weeks, while you get to continue to go out there and suck. Yep. And I just didn't understand. It's so mean. Why are they so mean to me? Nikki complains about not getting her cheat day food. So she went to Whole Foods and crammed a sleeve of peanut butter cookies straight up her baby trumpet. Uh, they claim that everyone got emotional after the yes chance, which I highly doubt. Did they, though? Did they? Did they? Did they? Did you? Did no. Did you shed a tear? No. And the, the emotion that I felt was anger. <laughs> Like, where the fuck is Daniel Bryan? Well, that's that's the thing, right? Is he coming? Is he coming? <laughs> that's the thing, right, is that it it just feels like um, stealing thunder, you know? It's like, he, he had this whole thing, and it's like, because of the fact that I let him come in me, the fans are then going to do yes chance and it's like no that's she has nothing to do with what those originated from you know it's a part of him 
and then she's a part of him and that brings them together whatever that's what Nikki said yes that's not true and also she said that if you don't join in on those yes chants you're ruining it for everyone else involved that's right so fuck being an individual right Hey, you know what? You paid for Why your ticket. Why do you tic- have to be a hater, Troy? Why I don't, do you have to be a hater? I am. I have a PhD in haterology. So, I, like, it's it's the same thing where like you're starting to see some of the AEW stands like complain that some of the like what chants go on in AEW and stuff like that, and they'd be like, "You, you people are just ruining it for everyone else." It's like, motherfucker. You go to WWE shows and you do that shit, first of all. Second of all, like, they paid for their ticket. They can chant whatever the fuck they want, you know? And if I'm at a, a show and I'm not a fan of somebody, I'm not going to be chanting around with everyone else just because they're doing it. Because, amazingly, I'm not a fucking sheep follower like that. <laughs> Nikki brings up doing her ass shake and ripping her top off because women's revolution. And then apparently she admits that she comes while she does it. Then she says she fangirled out because she got to work with Bianca Blair, which is not her name. No, it's not her name. And <laughs> she said it, and I'm like, wait, did she just say what I thought she just said? And then mm-hmm. she said it again. She said like, it twice. She did say that. She called her Bianca Blair twice. Of course, that is Bianca Belair. It is Bianca Belair. Even I know that. Yeah. Uh, they put over Rhea. Um, then, then they show that they have they do not watch the actual show because so now they, I hope that Bianca Belair whips her hair back and forth all in their face. Yep, and stomps her asses out. That's right. So Nikki Ace or Nikki Ash, uh, they sit there and they're like. Oh, you know, Nikki Nikki is so great, she's so funny, and, and she's just there for the kids. Nikki's a heel. So clearly they don't watch the show. <laughs> Nikki's barely there. Well, yes, but that's on, that's only because, you know. But it's like, don't sit there and try to pretend that you know Nikki Ash. And like you're like, oh, she's just like, the, the kids love her. It's like, no, they don't. She's a heel. She's a bad guy right now. Yeah. She's not... Yeah. Idiots. Uh, Nikki puts over Brie elbowing her in the face and then instantly getting Rhonda in her face. And then I thought about doing stuff to Rhonda's face and had to take a break. Uh, It gets a little hot when Nikki says she's never seen that strength in a woman before and apparently they've been getting slammed by women for years. But Birdie is a mark-ass bitch and told Bree to apologize to Nikki for screwing her out of the rumble. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking little mark. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (sighs) Artem texted a shocked look on his dick when Nikki got eliminated because he was uh, apparently also a fucking little mark. Uh, Yeah. Him and uh, Mateo were rocking their fearless Nikki attire. Because they got it for free. That's right. I wonder if he was wearing his little tight shorts. Probably. Um, I believe I can still find that video on Instagram. 
I'm sure you could. So Angela uh, apparently is a contestant on The Real Dirty Dancing, so that's why we're going to be hearing from her, because apparently we're going to hear from every fucking contestant in the, the next couple cast. of weeks. That's going to keep us busy for a while. Yep. And then we'll hear from all of Nikki's yeah. castmates, contestants. But before we get into that, let's hear about WW, which is still oh, a no. stupid name for a company. No, we're going to hear from Cerebral.com. I got that in the second episode, so... Oh, I did too, but oh. I also got it in this one. No, I had I had it's Weight Watchers, not WWE. And WWE when, was the second one. And when you say WWE, it just makes me think that you were going to tell me to go visit www.pornhub.com and you had a stroke after two letters. So stupid. Oh, I had very very little uh, enthusiasm for taking notes on this. So you'll have to excuse me when my first note is they start blathering on about their shitty show. I Look, I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, one, we don't watch this shit. And, yeah. and two, we don't care because it looks god-awful. And also, I don't fucking like the movie Dirty Dancing. I mean... It's a classic, though. Yeah, you know what? So is fucking Citizen Kane, and it's boring as shit. Just because a movie is old doesn't mean that it stands up the test of time. Dirty Dancing is boring as shit. Footloose is stupid as hell. Yeah, I Footloose is stupid. I'll, I'll take that. In a town where dancing is outlawed. Can you imagine... I forget the guy's name. He's dead now. It doesn't matter. When they, Bacon isn't dead. No, 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 no. I was talking about the, the movie announcer guy. The guy who did all the voices for the movie. Can you imagine oh. when they handed him that fucking script and you had to read out that in a town where dancing is outlawed? You had to have just stopped and looked at them and like, are you fucking serious? This movie got made? <laughs> There's a movie where they ban dancing? Why? <laughs> no. It made him rich. No, hey, look. I mean, the, the, the guy was great. Look, I, I love me some Kevin Bacon. Uh, I think he's a phenomenal actor. He seems like a genuinely good dude. He's been in some of my favorite movies, uh, but Footloose is not one of them. And I hate that fucking song. <laughs> and the, the movie's stupid. You're a and, Kenny Loggins hater. Yes. And the fucking Dirty Dancing, I think, is dumb. I, I like that chick's nipples that you can see in the movie, but that's about it. Um, but also, I'm just not a, a, a big... Here, here's the thing. Like, um, I'm not a big fan of contemporary dancing as it is. Because a lot of it is the same exact moves over and over again. Is it all the music that bothers you? Um, I guess to an extent. You know? I mean, but I, I understand they're a product of their times. I get that, you know? Um, but... Like I said, I, I think I mentioned it two weeks ago. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of of hip hop dancing. I like watching that. I I dig like fucking choreographed K-pop dancing and shit like that. I'm fine with that. Um, but it's like, like something like Grease. Do you like that? No. <laughs> Not a big musical guy either. So that's another kind of bad thing. Um. There's there's very few musicals out now. Like I like a lot of the fucking like animated musical movies. Those are good, you know. But like live action musicals, like Cats. Fuck yourself. I don't want to watch that shit. Um, 
I, I'm a big fan of Sweeney Todd. I think that's a great fucking play, and that's a good good musical. But there's horror aspects of it. You know, it's not just you know that Team America was a really funny fucking musical. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in general, I'm just not. It's just not my scene. You know, and I'm I still like getting over the fact that you don't like Greece. Like, I'm th- wondering if I can even be friends with you anymore. It's, first of all, Grease falls into another one of those movies that has, because of the fact that it's been parodied so much, I, you can't watch it. It's John Travolta it. again, isn't it? Yeah. It's John Travolta. You don't like him. I'm not a big Travolta fan as it is. I mean, I do like Face Off, but Travolta in general, I don't, I'm not a fan of his acting, and he seems like a disgusting person. But no, like, I can't, I can't really watch... Um, I can't watch the original Scream anymore because Scary Movie parried it so well that like it ju- I just laugh and I think about the scenes that are you know and like Star Wars the same way. So to me, like Grease is that same kind of way. It's like I've seen so many times where there's been jokes made about it that if I try to watch, I'm just like, wow, it, it that joke was funny. It was better than the actual thing. But also, it's it's very creepy <laughs> as well. Uh, specifically, the line "Did she put up a fight?" is is creepy. Even even I know, in nine, even it, even during the time, right? I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Like that shouldn't have been acceptable even in the sixties. I know, I know. Even the song <laughs> "Baby, It's Cold Outside," a totally like a creeper song. But yeah, it's a classic. You know. You you keep saying that word like it like it <laughs> means something to me. Like like I said, I mean. Listen. I don't know, Troy. I need to think about this. Let's carry a, on with the podcast. I'm not saying that that there's not older movies or or older songs that I I dislike. I do. I just think that just because something's old doesn't mean it's great, you know. So that that's my whole thing. It's like, it, can I sit that like I would consider Beetlejuice a classic movie, and I can still watch that, and I love it, and I will fucking quote it religiously you know that to because me because it has that horror aspect yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah well let me think here what are, what are what are some other classic movies uh indiana jones i like indiana jones that doesn't have any horror aspects to it the first one doesn't at least it's more but of an adventure it's like, it's like an yeah an action adventure it's not like a kind of a musical type thing yeah i don't know just you're you're more of the the guys movie type of thing. Well, it's yeah, more, that's all it is. Well, yeah, I'm a, still, I'm a dude. People like a lot of people like Grease. Come on. Okay, but a lot of people like A Christmas Story, and I fucking can't stand that movie. Or It's a Wonderful Life, or Miracle on Thirty yeah. Fourth Street. I fucking hate those movies. I think they're boring as shit. How hilarious! How hilarious! Uh, uh, a Christmas Carol is that the one with the fucking three ghosts? There's Scrooge did it better, and that that's that fucking story is so dated and boring as shit. The Muppet actually, the Muppet one was good. I'll still watch that, and that's a classic, right? It is Muppet Christmas Carol. It's fucking great. <laughs> mostly, mostly because Michael Caine's in it, and Michael Caine's like, all right, here's the thing. I'm going to play this completely normal. 
and everyone else is going to be Muppets. And they're like, so whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> and then he played it as if he was playing it against actual actors and not Muppets. And that's what makes it so fucking great is because he acts like he's talking to people instead of fucking people with puppets on their hands. So, see, there's a, that's a classic. I think there's some singing in that, right? <laughs> All right. Let's get out with this. Uh, Angela is a former cheerleader and uh, agrees that her past as a cheerleader has probably helped her on the show. No shit. Being athletic and a dancer helped you on a show where you have to be athletic and a dancer. Weird. She claims that nobody has seen her as a Raiderette, and trust me, the ones who care about her time as a Raiderette have seen her as a Raiderette. Uh, Angela is also uh, annoying to me because she full-on is like cultural appropriation in every aspect of her life. So, uh, Angela is Native American and Latino. But, she plays Asian characters. And, is as you could hear when she talked a bit on the show, she talks black. She definitely has, like, a black vernacular thing, where she's doing kind of, like, the, the hood rat stuff. And it's like, that's not you. You grew up in a suburban area... <laughs> <laughs> and you're not black. Right. She also calls herself a homegirl. She's not. <laughs> and that, that kind of bothers me a bit. And I, I understand I'm white, but I don't pretend to be anything but what I am. I'm a white German dude from Wisconsin. And, like, that's my my cultural background, and that's the way I talk and the way I act. So when you've got this chick who it's like, she's Native American, doesn't mention it all, that has no part of her fucking act or anything like that, and she's Latino, which will get to her her rapper character that plays so badly on racial stereotypes, but we'll get there. Because first, she has to pimp her fucking book, which is called Who Do I Think I Am? Stories of... Chola Wishes and Caviar Dreams. So, the the twats think that is an epic title. What do you feel about that title? It means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I figured that the twats would, would bond with her because, you know, they're Mexican. Mm-hmm. And it gave the perfect time for them to bond over their Mexican heritage and break yep. it out and embrace it that yeah. one time a year. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, my exact notes. Go figure that two Hispanic women who don't embrace their heritage would love a Hispanic woman who doesn't embrace her heritage, unless it helps her in some way or fashion. Uh, so in case you don't know what a chola is... Uh, a chola is a female Mexican gangbanger, which a cholo would be a male Mexican gangbanger. That's not that's not me being racist. That's literally what they are, and that's exactly what she said she wanted to be. Her words. She said she wanted to be a chola growing up. She wanted to be a Mexican gangbanger. So her book 
is stories of wanting to be a gang member and dreaming of being rich, which are very two very different things. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sure the book will be shitty, though. Well, we'll have to go back and read reviews if you want. <sighs> or we could have go back to the Reading Rainbow. I'm not reading this book. <laughs> it's only 200 pages, but I ain't fucking reading it. I mean, it's been a while since we had a Reading Rainbow. I know. I know. Well, none of them put out books. So I really don't give a shit about this bitch. She's a nothing actress. She's a fucking D-list celebrity. Yeah. She talks about meeting her husband through the internet and getting married less than a year later. Um... Correction. Mm-hmm. She saw him at a wedding. Oh, sorry. Stalked him on the friend's Facebook page. There you go. Then the friend called her and wanted to set her up. She stalked him again on Facebook. And then they met and got married. Gotcha. Get it Fair right, enough. Troy. Yeah. Come on. And they pretend like this is like a normal thing. But also they pretend that, like, this is something to aspire to. Like, no, it's not. Do not do not get married to somebody you've known less than a year. Like, I'm sorry, but you, I feel like you do have to experience a full year. Because if they get a little cranky in the winter months and start getting a little beady, then, like, you want to know that, right? So you got you to gotta see at least, like, a, a full fucking time around the old sun in order to really know somebody I feel well Nikki was all like yes it's okay if you go too fast it's like bitch you got knocked up shut up right (laughs) so she talks about even questioning if hers was too fast right so she she talks about her character named Bon Kui Kui this is her rap persona and it is a character from Man TV who is, and I quote, a short tempered Latina woman who raps. So, really breaking out those stereotypes, huh? Yes, she adopts a really racist Latino accent, which, as you, if you listen to the episode, you know she doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And yells at people. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Nikki complains that Artem has a personality of his own and doesn't want to do stupid TikTok skits with Nikki. She like she admits that he's like, I don't want to do it because I'm like self conscious about it. She's like, no, you have to do it. And like shames him on the podcast for fighting and then yeah. of course Bree steps around and is like, Oh yeah, Brian's at Saber. He's like, Why do we have to have to share everything with the world? Yeah, God forbid that he wants to keep something to himself. Yeah. But let's shame him because they, they, that doesn't match what we think. They'll probably yell at her later. Yeah. But of course, uh Angela uh, also says that like that she shames her husband into doing things too, and essentially tells him that she'll leave him if he doesn't do something for her. That's so wrong. It's <laughs> so fucking wrong. First of all, that song that she quotes, the Bruno Mars song, is a bad song. 
not just because it's a Bruno Mars song, but also because the whole song is like talking about, oh, I, I should have done more to keep you around and stuff like that. And that's what she uses mm-hmm. to be like, that's what you'll be singing once I leave your ass because you won't do a fucking TikTok with me. It's like, no, you should probably leave her ass. Yeah. Yep. Then we get an ad for Zequil, which I wish they would OD on, or that I would OD on. I did not get another ad. No? Oh, yeah, they threw threw one in there, at least for mine. Unless I blacked out. Hmm. So, of course, we have to uh, finish with our affirmations, and Angela says her advice is do you and do you well, which at first I thought was a masturbation reference. Uh, but then when she wouldn't shut the fuck up about it, I was like, she went on for a solid three minutes on this shit and just kept saying the exact same thing. Oh, see, I put do you and do you well. There is no one like you. Yes. Then she kept doing that. There's no one like you. There's nobody that went through your struggles. There's nobody went through the days. It's like, yes, we got that. You had the first sentence you said there was all encapsulating that there's no one like you. You don't have to then break it down into subgroups of why people are not like you. I got that part. Do you and do you well? Like, what does that even mean, first of all? (laughs) Yeah, stupid. Any uh, thoughts on the first, on last week's episode? Um, I know I have no interest in watching the show, but it's being forced down my throat. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Boring. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and we get more of it. Now, I, I mean, we we knew this was kind of coming, that they were at least going to talk about it and, like, pre and everything. I didn't realize that they were then just going to get every fucking cast member on in the coming weeks. Me neither. All right. Like, I swear, they're doing it on purpose. Like, mm-hmm. we've talked about how bad they are at interviews, and they've just made this new season, like, horrible. Yeah. Interviewing every single episode. Oh, it's bad. Like, what is the best way to piss off Lisa and Troy? Let's have an interview every episode. <laughs> yep. Let's have let's let's interview a chick who doesn't know how to spell her own name, mm-hmm. and then let's yeah. follow it up with one of the most boring former NFL stars ever, Antonio Gates. Yeah. So. I have no idea who he is, but whatever. Good for uh, him. Well, I knew him, but you know. Here we go. All right, so you just got to move those hips with Antonio Gates. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. His hips don't lie. That's right. I, w- I watched the little dance that you made me watch with him in it, and he does not have good moves. Do you think it's because he's so big? Probably. Well, I think it's it's that coupled with the fact that they're in a fucking storage shed while they're doing the dance. That makes he's, it. He's not. He's got that combined space. He can't. Yeah. Move. I feel like he's he's worried that like he's gonna flip Brie and she's just gonna like helicopter through the roof. <laughs> so the uh, the cons talk about how they hit the sauce hard again. And they, right? <laughs> seriously, they keep calling this guy JC. You know. 
like they, kissing his ass like nobody's business. They go on so long talking about this dude and his fucking alcohol that they're downing, and they don't like even talk like say what it is. No, they're like we got this shit from from Jean Charles something or other. And then they're just like, he's great. I want to he suck his dick. Napa, like, yeah, he, he owns all of Napa, and and he's so fucking great. And like, did you hear he's got like a twelve inch dick and all this other stuff? Yeah. Like, vacation JJ loves JC and. Mm. Yeah, they want to touch tips and dock and all, and all that stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And just, and they're like bragging, like they just drank for the first time in high school. Yeah the way they're talking well they they're like oh well well we weren't we weren't hitting hitting the alcohol the entire run leading up to the to the realm it's like motherfucker yes you were you literally talked about like we're having one drink because we're we're it's like you didn't stay away from alcohol you reduced it maybe or at least yeah. told yourself you did but you didn't stay away from it they act like they were like fucking dry for three months and it's like yeah, no were you fucking weren't champagne weren't they yes they were yeah sister sunday turned into sibling sunday because they invited jj into a threesome with them mm-hmm. uh super fun yes yes no tr- he's getting a divorce yep known trump lover vacation with jj uh, apparently he's just got like a ton of energy. He's on a bunch of cokes, and uh, you know. I was thinking that actually. Uh, they talk about. Where did he get his energy from? Yeah, coke and conspiracy theories, which is a good name for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> Nikki apparently got the alcohol sweats during their vacation. They talk about. I'm sorry, what? Nikki got the alcohol sweats. Yes. What do you think's worse, alcohol sweats or meat sweats? I've never had meat sweats, but I've heard about them. I don't know what that is. I also, I, I don't think I've ever gotten alcohol sweats either. So. Me neither. Meat hmm. sweats, I guess, is when you eat a lot of meat. Okay. Um, I've gotten like cold sweat when I'm sick or things like that but and I got uh, the COVID vaccine sweats that's rough yeah it was done a couple days it was weird but it was fine they bitch each other about who texts each other when they're drunk who gives a shit Uh, and then apparently sometime during wine tasting they planned on leaving getting something to eat and then getting drunk than returning to a wine tasting. But they're not really getting drunk because, surprise, we get a half the alcohol double drinks mention. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Yes, yes. Yeah. Can't get drunk if you're only get drinking half of it. That's right. Because you can enjoy more of it, is what Nikki says. Because yeah. you're only doing half the alcohol, so you can enjoy more of the drinks. Well, not only are you getting half drunk, you're only getting half the calories. How how is I just I just amazed that nobody has pulled her aside and been like, you do realize how stupid that sounds, right? <laughs> you you do understand that that if you if you have four drinks 
and they are they are filled to the top with alcohol. And then you have eight drinks, and they're half full. That those are the same thing, right? <laughs> That's what you're talking about. You're still having the same milliliters of alcohol in your system at the end of the day. Clearly, math was not her thing. No. Buddy. She was too busy giving blowjobs under the bleachers. Hey, there it is. <laughs> Speaking of Uncle H.J., uh, Buddy apparently is a big fan of Vacation H.J. Uh, apparently Buddy likes to copy people, which is why he runs around his house moving his head like a chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently the only time that Buddy... Apparently gets... Buddy's the only cool one in the house. Come on. <laughs> yes. But he it does... Sounds, it sounds like Mateo's fucking lame. Yeah, it does sound that way. Uh, apparently, Buddy, though, does get scared of Uncle Fucker when he gets on his Jews-created space lasers rants. So, <laughs> they, did, they didn't specifically say what J.J. had uh, got animated about, but they, they talked about J.J. getting animated about things. And I'm going to assume, giving his tweeting history, that it's that. It's something. Or the Jews stole the election. So, something something Jew-related, right? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and then we go back to talking about the real dirty dancing again. We do. But it did allow me to actually look up the fucking show. Uh, which, that was when I realized that it's not contestants paired up with actual dancers. It's contestants paired up with each other. Uh-huh. And just looking at, like, who danced, it didn't, uh, it didn't make a lot of sense because... They've had, like, two nights, and, like, because, there's, again, there's only, like, fucking eight couples or, or eight people or something like that, and it's, like, these two both danced together on both nights, but then these two switched couples, and it's just really weird. But anyways, um, apparently Howie D and Lonnie Love got eliminated on the first week show. I can't believe my Backstreet Boy didn't make it. Yeah. Crazy, and he's like the professional dancer out of all of them. Yeah. So yeah, they they pair up a dude and a bitch for each dance, and they and they recreate dances from the the shitty movie. And uh, so far, You're both both dances, Bria has been safe, while Cat Cora has been the best female on the show on both show both episodes or the best baby because that movie named a female character baby well that was like her nickname was baby was it yes her actual name was francis that's worse all right, so let me. Blame it on her parents. Hold on, hold on, let me look. Okay, so Jennifer Grey, Francis Baby Houseman. Yep, see, told you. Johnny Castle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Hmm. You know, Jennifer Grey used to look good until she fucked up her nose. Uh, yeah, so they got rid of those two. So there's. They're down to what, like ten people left, I think, something like that. Yeah, I think I think it's ten because I think they started with twelve. 
<sighs> then the cunts play a drinking game. I'm not fucking kidding. Buzzing with the Bellas. I'm I'm not even kidding. You got to listen to their shitty fucking announcer. Yep. Say a situation, and then they had to take a drink. This wasn't the thing of like no. drink along with us or like no. anything. This was literally no. just their excuse to take fucking shots. It was between the two of them. Yeah. Yep. So it was like, take a drink if your phone screen is cracked. Take a drink if you've ever done a double barrel blowjob. Take a drink if you've done something petty in the past week. Like, the show's got to be canceled after that because they're fucking dead. <laughs> Take a shot if you're a stupid cunt. Like, that's that's yeah. that's seriously the, the level of the stuff it was. Take a drink if you're a fucking alcoholic. Take a drink if the entire WWE Universe has seen your tits. Like, it's just, they were so dumb. They literally did a fucking Mickey Mouse Clubhouse reference on yeah. one of them. And it's yeah. like, it's like, this isn't entertaining. Because one... You're not getting anything out of them, you know? Like, none of the questions were like, uh, take a drink if you've been sodomized by Dolph Ziggler. You're not getting anything that was like, <laughs> that had like any bearing on anything. It was like, take a drink if you know this fucking theme song from the Bush Beer commercial. It's like, yeah. no, like, who gives a shit? God. No, they were, they were ridiculous. Yeah, and the and the last one was, if you remember what your AIM username was. Yes, your instant messenger name. Yeah, so um, Breeze was something like Mexicunt two four seven or something like that. <laughs> and then <laughs> Nikki <laughs> Nikki's name was Pink Diamond, which of course is pink pussy. Is slang for pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she tells a story about not knowing that this is a slake for pussy. What about when it asks if you've ever sent a sexy text to the wrong person? And she said she used to send pictures of her tits on the couch. Yeah. And Bree's like, what? Yes. She used to send them to, like, her friend Debbie or something. Yeah, yeah I, I, well, I think the story was that she used to send Dolph Ziggler texts of her sitting on the couch with her tits out. And she sent the Debbie by accident. Yeah, and then she sent it to her friend by accident, and her friend was just like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're just a prude, Debbie. They're beautiful tits. And then Brad is like, damn it, I missed those pictures. Mm-hmm. Of course. So then they bring on Antonio Gates, and he talks about how awesome he is. And amazingly, the secret to his success on being a locker room leader is knowing how to talk to the other players. Did you catch how, like, he really didn't know who she was? No, he had no fucking clue. <laughs> He's like, everybody kept telling me who you were, and I didn't realize you were, like, so successful. <laughs> right? What are you talking about, dude? successful what yeah it's literally like he's probably like who the fuck is this bitch and they're like that's that's pre bell it's like who the fuck pre bell like that's she's she's a wrestler is she is she like a champion no no she doesn't wrestle anymore <laughs> like he was so hard to understand like he was mumbling mm-hmm. 
I don't have many notes about him because I couldn't understand him. Oh, I have maybe three sentences left, so. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, he he talks about like trying different things each year to stay good. So like one year he went vegan, one year he fucked a white chick, like he, you know, he was. Uh, and trust me, like Antonio Gates was one of the the best tight ends ever. You know, um, although it's not a position that is widely known for being like there's there's a couple of standouts and then there's a bunch of guys who are just there kind of thing so um but he played for the san diego chargers for if not his entire career for most of it um i don't know why he's on this show to be honest with you (laughs) but he is i'm sure yeah um Yes, he is. He he was with the Chargers the, his entire career, um, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. And, I mean, he played for fifteen years. Yeah, fifteen years. Uh, he'll most likely be a Hall of Famer. And uh, by all accounts, he's he's fine. There's like nothing really, like. He's been married to a model since 2011. That's fucking 11 years, and that's a long time for somebody, you know. Yeah. For a, a celebrity, for that matter. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he seems like a generally good dude. But I just didn't think he was entertaining at all. I just thought he was kind of boring. Uh, but, of course, they're like, they're like, oh, are you going to the Super Bowl? He's like... Bitch, of course I'm going to the Super Bowl. Like, of course I'm going to be there. Like, um, <laughs> and they're like, we're going to be there, there too. You should, you got to come over. He's like, sure, whatever. <laughs> we got to do tequila shots. Yeah, he's like, no. <laughs> I'm no. not coming near you, bitches. <laughs> yeah, it it felt it was like it's like they're just not getting the point of like he's blowing them off. He's just like, yeah, yeah. If I get, if I get time, <laughs> he's like, yeah. So Gates. They ask him, like, oh, who do you think's going to win, the the Rams or the Bengals? Now, uh, the Chargers were originally the San Diego Chargers and are now the Los Angeles Chargers. And the Rams were originally the St. Louis Rams and are now the Los Angeles Rams. So he's like, well, because the team is in Los Angeles, which is also where the Chargers are, and also because the Rams are an NFC team... <laughs> And the Chargers are an AFC team. He's like, I'll, I'll pick them, because you could tell he he was trying not to be like fuck the Bengals, but yeah. he, he really wanted to say fuck the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, and then they finish the show talking about the real dirty dancing, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Did you have any other notes? Uh, the information, the inspiration, affirmation. Did you catch that? No, I had a stroke. It was amazing. What was it? His, his his was never give up. And they're like they're like. Oh, it's just chills. Like, oh. Full body chills. They're like oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Oh my gosh! I was like, I was like that chills. was so fucking deep. I'm like really, never give up. I'm like, and they love that. Full body chills. Just, just, I know, right. Just full body Fuck. chills. Just, just feel about body chills. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna like put that on some nice paper and put it in a frame and hang it at my desk. 
Mm-hmm. So that every time you look at it, you can get full body chills. I'm going to remind myself, never give up. Never give up, full body chills. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else to say this week? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. Fair enough. So I think that's going to just about do it for us this week. Why don't you go ahead and send us on home? I will. Join us next week to find out what's up with these cunts and never give up. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>